everyone knows what it's like to be the sad man, to be the Bears fan. Behind this stash, and no one knows what it's like to keep believing when our team's stinking and we're the butt of jokes. But my dreams, they aren't as empty as the scoreboard seems to be. I thought we finally had our QB, but we are heading to O and Tree. DJ Podcast here. That was Dave Swirsky on TikTok, one of my favorite uh, TikTok creators. I wanted to put another one of his songs in my podcast. Um, Dave, D-A-V-E, Swirsky, S-W-E-R-S-K-I. He does uh, song parodies. (laughs) I kind of feel like that one fits for uh, this episode because... Uh, The Bears were officially eliminated from any type of playoff contention. They only had 6% of a chance going into this game, and they needed to win out. But here we go. Uh, The Bears in the Brown games. The Bears Bears at the Browns. Here's what I thought. I was recording a little bit in the middle of the game. Um, Have a great day. Bear down, guys. DJ Podcast, David James, welcome to you to another episode, uh, another Bears, Chicago Bears episode. What are we doing with Justin Fields? You know, that's that is uh, the main question that we have to answer is what are we doing with Justin Fields? <coughs> uh, I'm watching the Browns, Bears Browns game. Uh, Field, they just they just got the interception and and scored. Uh, to go up fourteen to seven here in the third, uh, what a defensive game, right? A very defensive game. We expected that. It's very rainy defensive game. I believe the first quarter was was zero to zero, and the second half ended at seven to seven. Um, <clears throat> boy, I've been looking at this game from multiple different directions, kind of looking at coaching and everything like that. Um, to me, that was a very big coaching, a, a, a kind of a coaching error. I, I, I really felt like with how poorly the offense and defense, both offenses were moving, how poorly both offenses offenses were moving, they should have went with the field goal by by uh, Santos. It would have been a long field goal, like something like 50, 50 something yard field goal. Instead, they went for the Hail Mary pass, which Fields is a good deep ball passer, but a Hail Mary pass, um, I couldn't you get DJ Moore on a on a out on a deep route? I mean, I've never been a fan of the Hail Mary toss it up in the end zone pass, especially, you know, <clears throat> that could be intercepted and ran back at the end of the second. I wouldn't mind it if it was at the end of the third. Or at, at the end of the game or something. Uh, you know, not the third, but at the end of the game. 
you know, because then it's 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 a desperation pass and showing desperation there. The smart move would have been just to go up by three, especially since I don't think that entire time. I think both scores by both the Browns and the Bears this game started on on within the fifty yards. Like I don't think anyone has scored coming across the middle of the field this entire game. You know, it's it, it's it's always been all the plays have been because of defensive stops. All the scoring has been because of defensive stops giving the offense half the yard, literally half the yard to to play with. You know, it's been deep, deep, long drives. I think I think all your drives in this game are under 50 yards, even the scoring drives. So it's it's such a defensive game. I guess you could say you jump start it and you do this hail mary pass, but those hail hail mary passes are such 50-50 jump ball. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. It could be easily intercepted because you're giving both sides time to get the ball. Um, <clears throat> and the and it's and it's it's just a um, you know usually usually you you put five five of your guys. Down there on on defense, just trying to intercept the ball. The, all the balls in the air the whole time. <laughs> it could easily be intercepted and ran back. <clears throat> um, I, I've never liked the hell Mary pass. So at the at the end of the second there, I would have loved I would have loved to seen just um, just a field goal by Santos, who's who's a a relatively who's a relatively like like good field goal kicker. You know, someone, someone that, uh, <clears throat> someone, someone that you could count on. Another huge, um, bad coaching play was with about two, two minutes and, and 15 seconds. Right after the, the contested DJ Moore catch, there was a catch where, where Moore, uh, caught it like, like right on the out of bounds line and it was called back. It was ruled not a catch. <clears throat> And uh, there they go. Finally seen some running in this game. I'm watching the end of it as, as I'm recording it. So I might react. I might react to a play on the TV. Um, but anyway, so it was the DJ Moore catch that was ruled not a catch. And they the Bears were trying to get off this play to number 13. I think it's Tunyon, number 13. Uh, he's trying to get the play off to him before the 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 review the challenge flag gets thrown and the very next play that the bears have it was ruled an incomplete pass to the dj moore one and then the very next play that they played was the exact same play <coughs> that they were trying to do in the hurry up offense and then the then the timeout was called so it went the play then timeout and then back to the exact same play. And Justin Fields went to the exact same player who on the on the hurry up play before the timeout, he was open on that play. Wide open. So you don't think the Browns, one of the better defenses in the league, is gonna say, Hey, you you block that guy on this next one to see if it's the exact same play. Why A, why are we calling the exact same play two times in a row? B, if you want to call the exact same play, I don't mind it. Because one of them was a hurry up and the next one, okay, uh, came out of the the, the review. He said, that's another thing. You had like two minutes to come up with another play to play in this moment. 
you're coming out of a review, and reviews take forever, and you play the exact same play. If you're going to play the exact same play, then the, next, then the throw can't go to the same guy unless if he's wide open again. Like, you don't think the Browns adjusted for that play coming out? Like, oh, yeah, you got to cover this guy. He's been throwing them to him all game. Uh, 13, Michael uh, Scott, Taylor Scott. I'm watching right now. They've been trying to get the ball to him because he's fast and scrappy, and they just got a first down with him here in the third. About nine minutes left to go in third. I like the Scott guy. I've been saying that a lot. But anyways, so you're throwing to him twice, back-to-back plays. It's like you gotta you gotta dial up a different play coming out of a review. I don't know why you're continuing with the same play, or at least say, hey, uh, scan for the next player. Like they're probably gonna cover him because we already saw him wide open. Our coverage fail- failed on that last one. This is Browns, one of the best defenses in the league. The Bears, one of the best defenses in the league, right? So what is this? Is this um, is this Luke Getzey? <laughs> Is that what it is? Is he the real... He's the real problem. He's the real problem coach, right? <clears throat> is I've been seeing really, really awesome play from Matt Everflus's Matt defense. And he's a defensive coach, and we're finally starting to see the Bears with defense. Look, they bring in Montez Sweat. You know, they, they, they started to rebuild this defense. Um... Edmonds had another interception. We're, we're starting to see interceptions. We're starting to see fumble recoveries, right? The Bears are playing defensively really good. And I I, I, I might be flipping slightly on the thought that Eberflus is a bad coach. He might, he might be a good defensive head coach. But, <clears throat> and we're seeing it here at the end of the year, that he can actually hold teams uh, to to pretty low scores or at least come up with some three and outs or get some sacks or something like we're finally finally starting to see some good stuff from from the defense which is said to be Eberflus's uh quality so this year you know I think it's Luke Getze they they I have a feeling that the path that the Bears are going to take is going to be fire Luke Getze keep Eberflus and I I think they're leaning towards keeping fields. I think they're leaning towards keeping fields. That is the question mark, though, isn't it? Um, I think the Bears are leaning towards keeping fields, though. I, I however, though that will that will ultimately put Everflus on on the on the hot seat. What whatever decision is made, whatever decision is made. Um, I think Everflus um, survives longer if he takes uh, if he takes a new a new quarterback. Right? If I'm if I'm just trying to if I'm just trying to talk out how I think that the the knowing the Bears organization and knowing how they usually do things, they might surprise us. They might surprise us and do a a new quarterback. That depends on how. How much control Poles has in this situation? What Poles is really thinking? Maybe a little bit of Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren, the Bears like like president of operations. Uh, he said he wants to get more involved in the team side, um, and not just the rebuilding of the. Uh, they're, they're gonna. I, I have a feeling that they're gonna um, clamp down on the actual permits and plans. 
for the new Arlington Heights uh, stadium. Uh, that has not been officially confirmed. But they bought the stadium. They bought that um, racetrack, Arlington Racetrack, which would make a perfect place for for a uh, to move Soldier Soldier Field to to the suburbs. I, I think I personally I'm for it. I like it. I like it. They need a they need a a new big stadium that they can attract more revenue. And, and have concerts and stuff. Maybe host a Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be awesome? You, you'll never host a Super Bowl in Chicago if you don't have a bigger stadium. And preferably a dome. You'll never host it. I hope a dome with uh, natural grass. I think um, the Las Vegas... Uh, I'm sorry. It's the... Um, not, the not the San Diego... Um, San, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they, they they switched they switched uh, they switched cities there and I always forget I always want to say San San Diego and then Las Vegas but Las Vegas is the Raiders anyways it don't matter I think the Raiders have the same thing too the the dome with the natural grass and I really 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 hope that the Bears stick with natural grass and don't do turf. I'll be disappointed, especially since I've seen the the technology now of the the dome with natural grass, where the grass slides out of the dome so they could water it and feed it and give it proper sunlight, and then it rolls back into the stadium. Like they move the entire field and they roll it outside of the stadium, and then they roll it back in. It is the most craziest, awesome, most innovative thing. For domes, because the the astroturf has been proven to have worse um, has, has been proven to have worse injuries, and, and that that is something that is something that that needs to be addressed. I don't want to see the turf with the extra injuries, especially it's affecting my team. <laughs> you know, players like natural grass. If they build a new stadium and it's not the natural grass rollout thing. I'll be really disappointed. I will be truly disappointed. Um, Eberflus keeps his job, I think, this year. Going back to it. I think Eberflus keeps his job this year because his defense is coming alive. That that That's going to be what saves him. So, to me, it's logical that we, we fire, that they fire uh, Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator. I just don't think he, he was quite quite ready for the job, Luke Getze. Um, will he have another chance at it at a different point of his career? Probably. Probably. Does he maybe get a, a head coaching job? Maybe. You know, it depends on what happens to him after he comes out of this. Anyway, is it something that, you know, some people make better uh, head coaches than offensive coordinators? You know, those there's always these those weird things like that. <clears throat> But he needs to hone in on his own on his own uh, coaching skills. He came from the Packers. Um, he was their their own line coach. <laughs> that's what it was, or, or quarterbacks coach, or something like that. So that's who Luke Getzey was coming from the Packers. Um, you know, Bears gave him a shot, but I think he needs I think he needs to be fired. And I think it's the way that it's gonna go. Um, Will it be Justin Fields? That's the question. I I don't want to see it, but do I think the Bears 
it's ultimately what the Bears do, I, I do. I think they try him one more year with the new with the new offensive coordinator. Like they're playing good right now. That's the thing. They're playing good. If they were playing like this the entire year, they would be a contending team. They would have at least three more wins. And they would be they would be solidly in the hunt. <laughs> Looking at their playoff hopes on, on the screen, uh, they have to win out. And that's that's the scary part. You can't win out. Plus, other teams have to lose and this and that. And it's just kind of like if they started out, if they started out playing how they're playing, if you gave them three more wins, like if they if they were at eight wins right now or nine, whatever it would be, or would ten wins be a thing? If they were at if they were at eight eight or nine wins right now instead of five, like you would be going all right. They play the Packers. They they just they just beat up on Detroit. I think they have another game with Minnesota. It's like the games are in front of them. That's what you would be saying right now. But they started off so slow. Um, it, it really makes you question what they're gonna do with Justin Fields, right? <laughs> it really makes you question what they're gonna do with Justin Fields. Like I've seen in this game, where it just seems like he's slow to throw the ball, or he's he's just. He's just kind of indecisive. He's kind of just indecisive on it. He hesitates. I think that's the right word. That's the word I'm searching for. It's hesitation. He has hesitation to um, just take the easy the easy play instead of continuously looking for the all star play. He has he has he has a a really big ego. I think he is humble though, but he's he's trying so hard to be the top five quarterback that first things first is to just kind of just kind of be the top ten quarterback. You know what I mean? Just just try and settle in at the beginning of the game and and look for the open play. Look for the open player. I think the better quarterbacks probably scan front to back, and I wonder if he scans back to front. You know, you gotta look look for your check down, look for the deep right route, and then go back to the check down. That that's the way I think. You know? <laughs> and and Fields, you know, he's so talented and I say it every every week. He needs to he needs to control his fumbles. Knock on wood, you know, like literally knock on wood, like um he hasn't fumbled this game. I hope not. <laughs> I hope I didn't just jinx him. Uh you know he's 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 got he's got one interception, 124 yards, uh, 15 for 27. Um, you know all good numbers, one touchdown. Can he finish this game? That's all I think is can Justin Fields finish finish this game? And uh, oh, the interception was I'm not even sure if it was an interception. The interception was the hail mary, so it wasn't even like a real interception. You know what I mean? I've seen improvement this year. I still think they should start over with the new quarterback. They they have they're they're fixing a lot of the defense. Right? So the defense is coming together. They have a true number one wide receiver, DJ Moore. Um they can then draft draft two wide receivers. Draft draft a top wide receiver and a quarterback. A bunch of old linemen, like, come on, let's let's put together the team. You can seriously flip this team around if you just make the right moves. 
And if you don't make the right moves, I think that might be the end of your coaching career. <laughs> you know? And I just watch all these screenplays. Like, I just watched another screenplay to DJ Moore. Where Justin Fields, Justin Fields is holding on the ball and getting sacked on a screenplay. When a screenplay is a is a quick pass uh he did he did throw it quick but it was sloppy i'm watching the replay he threw it quick oh it was tipped you see it's almost like you gotta be even faster than that and the announcer just said it right like like the bears were taking over the momentum but the browns defense the browns are still like holding in there where it's like i i really if you would have just gotten a field goal after that after that, um, the, instead of the Hail Mary pass, if you were just had the field goal, you'd be 20 to 7 right now. And you'd be feeling just a little bit, you know, then let's just get another field goal. It's This is a chip away game. It's a chip away game. You got to make Joe Flacco, um, that's right, Joe Flacco, like Baltimore Ravens, like Joe Flacco, um, is the quarterback for the Browns. You just got to keep him. You got to really make them feel like they can't they can't come back. Like you have to really make it feel like it's on Joe Flacco to win this game and and that's that that's your game plan right now. You're up 17 to 7 and it's like just get a field goal. Get another I don't want to see all field goals but it's like at least how about this? At least get in field goal range. I I think a lot of times the Bears and 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 rookie quarterbacks need to think to themselves: get into field goal range. Basically, get into field goal range. I'm not saying stop there. I'm saying make sure that you at least get a field goal. Right? Just get ahead a little bit more. It's it's something that gets lost in some of this, um, especially new quarterbacks. It's I think sometimes it gets lost in these people, like Justin Fields, just trying to always make the All Star play, and it's like. I've seen it a couple of times where it's just like this game, you know, trying to throw it to Scott. So he's coming across on a sharp, deep route, on a sharp, on a, on a, on a deep, sharp cut. It's like if you would just wham, throw it off. I think Scott turns that ball into a, he, he could be like a DJ Moore, a, a skinny little DJ Moore, you know, and just, just grab that ball and take off with it. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of his name. The guy who got injured years ago, like 2008, he got like snapped in half. <laughs> like that's what the play looked like. But it's just these, you know, really quick guys. There's a guy like a couple of years ago, Tariq, Tariq Cohen, like these little quick guys. The Bears never know how to utilize. You know, that's what this, that's what this Taylor Scott is. He's a little quick guy. Like, like people, the Bears, the Bears never, never quite know what to do with the quick the quick like wide receiver guy what was that another fumble man this bears defense is really starting to look strong you know anyways um i'm still i'm still not quite seeing what i want to see from justin fields i am seeing i am i am seeing like all 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 the um I am seeing like all the talent. Like I'm seeing all the talent of Justin Fields. I don't deny any of the talent of Justin Fields. I'm just seeing it where it's like he's he's just a half a half beat too slow on his decision making. That's what I'm seeing. Man, 
They, they just fumbled it. I'm watching it right now. They just fumbled it. And this is what I'm talking about. If you were up 20, if you were up 20 to 7, you'd be feeling a little bit better about this fumble. But they they could now bring this game. The Browns can now bring this game within within 3 and it's like not taking that field goal might cost you the game. And and that oh, he just intercepted it. Oh my gosh. Wow. And he's going too. He's got oh man. All right, there's Joe Flacco. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Let Joe, let Joe Flacco hand this ball to you. <laughs> like, like, let's get the points. Let's get the points. Any points you can get in this game, let's not, let's not let Joe Flacco beat you. You know what I mean? And that's perfect. The defense showing up big, and and Flacco is is looking. He is looking bad in this game. You know. He's just looking so bad. Here it is, the interception. Yeah, threw it right to him. Bears have a new quarterback, Joe Flacco. <laughs> Second interception. A bad throw, too. Bad throw. Oh, so what are the Bears doing? I think they keep fields. I want to see them get a new quarterback, though. You know, it's kind of like the Mitchell Trubisky year where, where they just drafted the wrong quarterback. They went out and got Khalil Mack. That defense was awesome. Um, you know, was that the double joint gear with Khalil Mack? I can't remember, but it's just like, it's just like you got you got Trubisky and you built up your defense and you had some good wide receivers and um, there was a point where the Bears, even with Trubisky, had a, had a top had a top offense, you know, and it's like. It's like Trubisky was just a little bit, once again, athletic. Just kind of, it's like, it's like all the brain power is going to the feet, you know. And and it's like just, just sit back, relax, and and look for the pass. I, they get so used to being able to save themselves with the feet, with their feet, uh, in college and stuff like that. And it's, and and you know, Fields got so good at the deep ball in college, he was always looking for the deep ball pass. You know, that was kind of his thing. But in college, he had college open and, and NFL open are two different things. Oh, good run by him, though. See? Then he does those things where you're just like, wow, that is a good run. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> all right, I'll take the run. No, then... You know, you, you just you just think to themselves like like yeah, they were good, they were athletic. Trubisky was always athletic. You know, it's just I need you to sometimes hit the check down super fast. You know, you need to sometimes hit the check down super fast, quick cross route, the tight end faster, and get it into the playmaker's hands faster. So they're not always always making a tippy toe catch, securing the ball. And then coming down, like like get them in stride, get the get them in stride. They secure the ball, they put it close to their body, and they're running, they're running uh, the fastest they can run. Like like I don't feel like I see very many passes where Fields is 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 hitting someone in stride in the short routes. You know, all of his short route passes are like are like like tippy toe like if you would have just threw it a little bit sooner it would be all right i just saw another one where it's just like all right to dj Moore, but he's highly contested because he should have thrown it 
They're gonna watch watch the route. Yeah, he was well defended though. I have to admit, he was well defended, <laughs> especially for DJ Moore. You know, but you're gonna put your best guy. In. You're gonna put your best guy in DJ Moore. But anyways, he's looking deep route. He's looking for the run. It's like it's like just get the easy play sometimes in the front. <laughs> ah man, good run. Anyways, DJ podcast bear down. I, I hope they win this game, seventeen to seven. Let's see it. Let's see it. Go Bears. DJ Podcast, I want to bring you back to the game. The Browns tie it up. And, you know, you would say, well, they're, what, what are you talking about, Dave? The defense, you know, kind of fell apart in that play. Yeah. But holding a team, holding an NFL team to 17 points is pretty good. This game's going to end. I almost guarantee you this game ends with a, with a last-man field goal. And, and and is it good enough to say, well, this is the Browns. You know, we should be able to, to, to win this game. See, this next drive, this, this next drive will tell us everything I need to know about Justin Fields and his progression this year. So far, his ball security has been good this entire game. Can he, can he finish the last three minutes and just keep the ball security going? He got hit. He got hit three times on that last drive. One was because he was running around, running around trying to be the savior. Third and nine, he did get the first down. It's exciting. Landed right on his elbows, though. Yeah, I was happy he got it. And then he got sacked uh, twice, and then got hit big, hit big while he was throwing the ball downfield, and didn't get the didn't get the first down. So he got he got hit like three big times in a row, and one of them was due to him. He's been grabbing his arms and his elbows. You know, he's been kind of kind of showing that he has some sort of uh, arm or shoulder pain this entire game. He was feeling that last week. All these big hits, but here we go. Three minutes left in the fourth, tied at seventeen, and it's a scrappy it's a scrappy game. Where if you this is one of those games where the Bears just get a couple of first downs and gets a gets a game winning field goal. There's that field goal I was talking about at the end of the half. If you're up twenty seventeen, you're not even talking about needing a field goal. You'd still want to get in field goal range, but it's like it's like this is a game where the Bears need to somehow just get a field goal. There's a bad throw by Justin Fields to Darnell Mooney. He doesn't connect very well with Darnell Mooney. I think Darnell Mooney is a better receiver than he is. I would trade him because the connection with Fields isn't there with Mooney. That is that ever a reason to trade somebody? I don't know. I, I feel like it is. But the connection, he doesn't connect with him very well. You know, if you're if you're continuing on with with Fields. I almost think that you you trade Mooney for a pick and you try and get an O-lineman or something for Mooney, you know? So here's the Browns. I'm assuming it's going to be a three and out here. Um, Another great defensive play by the Browns. And the Bears can't even get one first down on this drive. You You get a first down on this drive somehow? Anyhow. You know, it's... He's holding on to. I still feel it's the same narrative. He's holding on to the ball too much. Get the ball out to somebody, you know. And let's let's see him play it. I don't know if they get the ball back or not in this last two minutes. 
here we go in this game. It's what do we got? We got now Browns hit the field goal. The Bears defense stopped them, but the Browns hit the field goal. 2017. Uh, Cleveland at home winning, and it's now what is what is the Bears gonna do? It's gonna be it's gonna be a punt. They have no timeouts. 30, 30 something seconds, and and they're they're even talking about it on the on the broadcast. The Hail Mary pass that I was talking about earlier. See, if this was the Browns tying the game up at 20, 2020, then you would be then you would be like, all right, maybe we're going for a Bears win. But now we're now we're trying to tie it up. You see, you're chasing those points. You're chasing those points. In, in such a tightly contested game, you don't want to be chasing three points. That's what I was going with. So is that is that the offensive coach decision? Is that a Matt Eberflus decision? Uh, decision, you know, is it Luke Getze or is it Eberflutes? You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be, uh, they're gonna be set at the. It was a touchback, the kickoff touchback. So they're, they're gonna be set at the 25, and they're gonna need 25 yards in 30 seconds here, which is possible. But you can't dilly dally. You can't be holding on to the ball for seven seconds. This comes down to all Justin Fields. This comes down to completely Justin Fields. Is he going to be holding onto the ball too long, not making decisions? You have 32 seconds. You have 32 seconds to get this ball in field goal range and tie it up and put it into overtime. Ah, and a dropped catch. A dropped catch. Um, all right. That was Scott dropping the ball there. So what's going to happen? All right. You're down to 25 seconds. You got some players down on the field. DJ Moore was wide open way on the left, but that would have been a complete across-the-body throw. So you don't really want to see him force that, if anyone sees that play. Um, but here we are, second and ten, and and what's going to be the play? What's going to be the call, you know? All right, here they go. No timeouts left. Uh, ten seconds left. Uh, career long for Santos is 55 uh, they need to get about 10 more yards and, and get out of bounds. They have no timeouts. And and the Browns call their final timeout. I think, uh, all right, that's dumb. Whatever. Um, trying to get set up on defense. They got Joe Flacco looking on. You know, he just, he, they, he's got this win in his pocket, depending on what happens with Justin Fields in this next throw. You know, it's it's he's ready he's ready to erupt <laughs> and be like the hero of this game, or it's just going to be another game where where they the Browns lose, <laughs> you know. And then they got the Bears, technically technically in the hunt, but not really. They got to win every game out, and you know, just imagine imagine this game meaning something. You know, it's like, boy, this would be sad, like losing to the Browns. Here's Fields running around, trying to make a play. He he, he slings it out of bounds really hard. <laughs> um, all right, I guess we try it one more time. That play took five seconds, so you got five seconds left, and you try it. You try it one more time, or do you line up for like a sixty-yard field goal? You know, <laughs> like. I, I have no idea. I would have almost oh no. See, a run would have they would have never set up and spiked the ball in ten seconds. 
it's got to be an out of bounds throw, and it's it, and it's a three second play. It's a three second play. One, two, three, four, five. Is no out of time. Out of time. Ah, and it bounced around between like three different players. And the Browns come up with the technical interception. Uh, another Hail Mary pass right at the end there. Uh, intercepted uh, twice with Hail Marys. And and that's that's the game. And it, and it I do feel like it comes down to the first Hail Mary throw. You see, at the end of the game, a Hail Mary, ah, it was in Darnell Mooney's freaking hands too. I almost thought he caught it. I almost thought Darnell Mooney caught it, but he let it fling away from him. See, better coaching, better decision-making, and I think the Bears would have won this game, or at least brought it into overtime. That would have been an overtime. That would have been a last-second throw to win it in regulation if they would have just made that uh, made a field goal at the end of the half there instead of a Hail Mary pass. Even if it was a 50-yard field goal attempt, I would have preferred to see it. Let's say Santo knocks. Let's pretend Santos knocks it in. The Browns just uh, tie it up at 20-20, and the Hail Mary pass was to win it instead of to uh, instead of a a tie goes into overtime. This that was a loss. That was a loss right there. Once they had to get into field goal range, another 10 yards for field goal range. I was thinking a cop corner three-second pass uh, to Cole Komet. I think you could have done that play in less than five seconds. You could have one second on the clock, no timeouts on either side, and the ball stopped due to Cole Komet being out of bounds. You know, that that's, that's the thing. Instead, you put it Justin Fields, Hail Mary pass. Turns out, you know, bounces around between three or four different players, and it's technically an interception. So two interceptions by the Browns, both of them Hail Mary passes. 50-50 ball. That's what a Hail Mary pass is. It's a 50-50 shot. I I would have I would have liked to seen Santos kick kick one of those. Even a 60 60 something yarder. I don't know. Like I I would prefer that over Hail Mary. That's how I feel. Anyways, um that will officially end the Bears uh of season as far as making it to the playoffs even by a slim six percent margin they had uh has closed for the bears it, you know it's the rest of the season it, it it's it's on to next year who's going to be on this team next year uh and who are they trading away i'm very interested to see what ryan poles does uh, with with the bears draft capital and uh they have a really good um they have high cap salary, a first-round pick with the Panthers being so bad. Um, I'm very curious to see what they do. I'm going to still do podcasts on some of the remaining uh, playoffs and uh, the championship game. Um, you know, I want to see it. We'll do those. A DJ podcast going out. Everyone knows what it's like to be the sad man. To be the Bears fan Behind this stash 
And no one knows what it's like to keep believing when our team's stinking and we're the butt of jokes. But my dreams, they aren't this empty as the scoreboard seems to be. I thought we finally had our QB, but we are heading to O and Tree. DJ Podcast here. That was Dave Swirsky on TikTok, one of my favorite uh, TikTok creators. I wanted to put another one of his songs in my podcast. Um, Dave, D-A-V-E, Swirsky, S-W-E-R-S-K-I. He does uh, song parodies. (laughs) I kind of feel like that one fits for uh, this episode because... Uh, the Bears were officially eliminated from any type of playoff contention. They only had 6% of a chance going into this game, and they needed to win out. But here we go. Uh, the Bears in the Brown games. The Bears the Bears at the Browns. Here's what I thought. I was recording a little bit in the middle of the game. Um, have a great day. Bear down, guys. <laughs>